Welcome to the group podcast by Sin Eaters Guild with HR4K and Contact Coffee. Less of the crap out of you. Oh, well, there you go, straight in off the beginning, Ben. So straight in. <laughs> okay. Start. Well, we're back. Uh, it is Friday morning, and uh, we are joined by myself, Luke, and Ben. Um, Ben's in the bath. So, unlike any video version, fucking unlucky because you can have to have a look at what we're looking at. <laughs> How is it? Well, I mean, it's I'm an ex-paratrooper, so this is as close as I get to uh to getting near the ogin as uh, as Luke as Luke would have it. I mean he's probably on his third shower this morning already, I would have thought. I see he's one a week, mate. <laughs> at best, mate. At best. It's the same water from last week as well. <laughs> of course. <laughs> mate, we're in a we're in a wasteful world these days, you know. You want to keep the water here. I mean How's everyone get, the kid, get the kids in there. <laughs> Your kids. Well, <laughs> preferably. Just want to confirm. <laughs> I would like, just for the record, there are no kids in my bar at the moment. At the moment. <laughs> yeah, certainly, certainly none that don't belong to me. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Well, um, let's move on swiftly. Is everyone okay? You're nice and clean, Ben. So that's a good start. Well, from there downwards, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I haven't worked on this area just yet. I'm build, building up to it. That might be next week's bar. <laughs> How are you doing, Luke? What's the gen? Yeah, just fucking toppers, mate. <laughs> but in a good toppers. It's got that, mate, I'm not used to graft anymore. Do you know what I mean? Got in at half nine the other night, didn't I? Fucking hit me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's all good, mate. It's just, like, I think, well, Ben knows more than us. It goes, once he's digging out and stuff, before you know it, you're doing a 16, 18, 19 days, and then that goes on for a week, and all of a sudden it just sort of like settles down. You have a bit of stabilisation, and then mm. you move away from stuff. But we knew it was going to happen with the opening of the Land Rover. So, but yeah, it's sort of like nice problems to have. A bit of organised mm. chaos, but... Yeah. yeah, we're in a good place now. So what I'm quite interested with that, so obviously we all sell to military and civilian, we sell to you know, the, the, the public, but we've all come from a military place and we've all started off with a, a you know, uh, a military customer base. And I would suggest that you probably still have the largest military customer base, but what... You've sort of been open there to just random civvies who are just going shopping. I've never heard of you before. Any of those things. Yeah. What's that yeah. been like? It's been, to be fair, it's quite nice. It's sort of, do you know what I mean? We've, I know we've all been open for about the same, like four or five years now. And mm-hmm. sort of nice not just to sort of repeat yourself or keep up the sort of, do you know I mean? The visual of what we are and stuff yeah. like that. It's nice just to sort of like just fit into the like, civilian society and just be like just be a company yeah. and then all the staff are just like civilians as well they haven't got to like try and pretend to be someone they're not um, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of people that sort of know who we are so they'll come up to us and can even say that they've been like, put the hat on for the day to come see us uh, and they know who we are some people are asking generally asking questions some of them haven't got a clue 
And okay. None of them really care. They just want a coffee, grab some food. <laughs> can, I, can I ask a so question? It's, it's, do you, do you yeah. guys roll your, as, as your staff dress code, do you have to yeah. roll your sleeves up really, really high? <laughs> Is that what you have to do? <laughs> yeah. All, all the girls are shaved. Um, all the girls are shaved with the Leatherman on the belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we issued him a Gerber. Luke was saying on the what's up, not Luke, fucking Nick. Uh, you're Luke, aren't you? Yeah, I'm Luke. Uh, yeah, sorry, mate. I've not seen you for a while, so it's 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 difficult. Um, okay, yeah, Nick was saying on the what's up yesterday that the latte art's been banned. Oh, yeah, fuck that right off, mate. Yeah, you know I mean, got the whip out, like, make more. <laughs> To be fair, mate, there's there's not even there's not no time for it. And um, yeah. it's takeaway cups at the end of the day, like so I just get it in, get it out, sort of thing. But I think I don't know if we underestimated it or we we're quite naive, but of how busy it is and how intense okay. it is there. Mm-hmm. So the girls that we've got on there have just I mean we've got part-timers there and they're, they're, some of them are doing like seven, eight, eight days in a row. It's it's just it escalated a lot a lot bigger than we had, and, and that sounds like I'm dripping about it, which set like it's mm-hmm. a backhanded drip, but mm-hmm. it's uh that's where the headaches have come from a bit. Um, mm-hmm. but we're managing it well so far, but yeah, it's all learning. We were learning before, and then there's been mistakes already this week, teething problems where you know that needs to change, that's got to change soon, or like right, scrap that, let's do this. I think with anything, it's just like we have a plan. Plan never happened, never works, does it? No. Pretty much the first day. We've, been, we've, had a, we've had a plan for three, four months. First day, that got changed within the first hour. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no plan, size, first contact coffee. Exactly. It's, <laughs> um, mate, it's, it's a good thing to have, though. I mean, I, mean I, I was lucky enough to do the Spartan races um, and a few events like that for the coffee. And, yeah, it's mega busy. It, and it's funny because you're not really hydrating. You're actually hydrating on coffee. Towards the end of the weekend, you're hydrating on what milk you've got left that you had in the ice bucket. Um, you know, but what what a great opportunity to meet people and then obviously spread what you're doing as a business. And it's a great networking opportunity. And that's what I actually got most out of when we did yeah. the events was actually the networking side of it, meeting people from different backgrounds. So. I think there's obviously yeah. massive bonuses to it. Yeah. The networking side of it has been the matter. I mean, I'm not going to sit here like Ben just alluded to saying you're sort of you're busy, you, you're drinking coffee all, to, all day, but I haven't really been on the machine. That's what all the girls have been doing and our, our sort of head barista has been doing. I've just been sort of down there overseeing it. And to be honest, networking, if I go down there, I go over there with intentions to pop in for 10 minutes, drop some off, speak to mm-hmm. the girls. And then I'm back here in like three hours. So I'm getting caught by people. People have those yeah. conversations, and it's it's the network, it's the bigger picture stuff. Like there's there's one of yes, there's this place here. There's more of them, so obviously we're we're thinking bigger picture now. It's worth a chat with him. Amazing. And people just don't want to chat. It's a focal point, isn't it? People want to yeah. come and chat and what it can lead to. So yeah, a lot of lot of networking and schmoozing. Yeah, loving the yeah. new uh, nice there, Luke. Oh, this one. Oh, I forgot yeah. I had this one. Oh. <laughs> just testing testing the water it's cool mate I think it's good, it's, good. good. It's, it's very beastie boys I like it yeah it's a bit different we're just we're just trying different things um, you got to experiment I don't know, yeah. I know Gaz, did, Gaz did that in the Paris didn't you Gaz 
You did a fair bit of experimenting, didn't you? Just try, try all different things. Yeah. Uh, the networking thing's good. Like, even, I'm the least sociable person in the world, but even when we do get that trailer out of the time when we went down to that Elm Forces day and, help, and hung around with you, Ben, when you were running your thing, and Nick came down as well. They're talking to people and actually explaining the brand and people who've never heard of you before. That is quite, I do kind of enjoy that. I think yeah. there's, there's a, obviously I'm being antisocial. There's a limit for me. and You do have to escape and have a little relax and get away from people every now and then. But being able to ex- try and explain fully without people just reading a blurb on the internet. Um, yeah. It's, it's quite... And it, you you learn a lot because they'll they'll ask questions that you haven't thought about. They'll ask you know they'll skip suggestions or whatever. It's a, it's a good thing to do, even if it's a it can be stressful. It's a good thing to do. Well, separate from your business. It's good though, isn't it? It's good just to socialise and understand people and and get yeah. outside and stuff. You know, so you know to I think do, just, not even for business. Think just assuming that everyone sort of knows. Because you're so closed in on sort of like the Instagram stuff, and if people are following us, it's like they know the story already. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't really, you don't really reiterate the story that that much. And then you're standing in a queue, and there's like, but I mean, so many different people. Like you got like two seventy year old, seventy year old women that are like, oh, what's this about then? And then you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I've got to try and explain this book to like two seventy year old women. And you get like an eighty year old lad, and the things you're going to say to him are going to be different to that. You got to tell the same story, but there's different ways. Yeah, to tell yeah, it. yeah. Um, but it's quite nice when we had people, we had quite a lot of uh, coppers come up, uh, which has been quite good. I think we we're quietly um, not quite aware of how many sort of blue light services, like sort of followers and fans that we've got. So it's quite good to see that. We've got there's a few people that are coming at us. There's a lad who's starting boot net training in like a week's time. He okay. came down on like the first the first day of the opening day. So again, just have a decent chat with him, just be honest. And That's good. Have a chat. Um, so yeah, literally all walks of life. So. It's good. It opens opens us our eyes a bit, and probably you do get a bit tunnel vision, don't you? And you have a little, yeah. little world, and you have little followers, and that just opens it up and just makes you think a bit differently, especially yeah, how you exactly. on the business and products and stuff like that. So, yeah, all good. Cool, I said before, I think I think if you, I think for veteran these sort of so called veteran businesses, um, I think they are self licking lollipops often the time, and and. Um, uh, as we sort of discussed, you, you're kind of fishing in a very small pond um, yeah. when actually the whole point of kind of what we're trying to do is open our markets up, not just for that, but we're transitioning into a bigger picture. Um, uh, you know, certainly from a HR 4K point of view, I've always said that we want to create communities, not institutions, because we have come from an institution. And I think a lot of these sort of veteran, so-called veteran brands, they're just marketing into this institution that is there. Okay, fair play. If they can make a living out of it, great. You know, if people like it, that's great. But actually, I think certainly for ourselves, we are a bigger community than than what we did for a living. And that certainly doesn't define us nor our businesses. Um, yeah. I've been I've been doing these, um, we've been running these boot camps the last three weeks. I can tell uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Um, so yeah, uh, hence why I'm soaking in a bath this morning because I'm hanging out. But the same thing, uh, same thing for me, Luke. Is I'm at every session because every day there's a new person or a new group of people that turn up, and it's a chance for me to explain who we are, what we're about. Um, you know, we 
we certainly for our boot camps, it's not a, a sort of a CrossFit wanker collective. It's people who like CrossFit, but functional fitness is about people getting back into a healthier lifestyle, et cetera, including myself. And again, it's about building that community for a long for the long run, as opposed to trying to take money off individuals. Uh, you know, I don't want them. I don't want those people who just turn up and throw shit all over the place. I want people who want to immerse themselves in the other people that join. And so the same thing is I'm there every night, like you, going down, meeting the people, understanding the people want to come and making them feel very welcome. And, uh, and it yeah. seems to be doing really well. We've, we've got guys and girls who've, I haven't even ventured out of the house through the whole of lockdown. We've got guys and girls who've put on a lot of weight. Some people haven't put on any weight. Some people, you know, from all different variations and reasons why they're turning up. Some of them are actually just turning up for the social. Some of them are turning up because yep. they want to meet people and then, you know, yeah. and, you know, and immerse themselves back into the community, which is, mate, that's, that's all my boxes ticked, you know? And we've got cool yeah. kit to do it with, so. You know, we can still have the cool kit and do it right, you know. Yeah, looks apart, mate. Does look good. Yeah, it does. It's uh Well, you guys are coming down anyway, aren't you? Two weeks. Well, as we discovered last Two night. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few beers afterwards, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely. Need it. need it, man. We absolutely need a face-to-face. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like it's actually starting to happen. I'm sure you probably got the same thing. The messages are starting to go backwards and forwards on WhatsApp or whatever with people you know saying, "Are we going to go and do something? Uh, I'm going to go and do this on this day. Do you want to come?" Like, those sorts of things are starting to happen, and it's mega. It's going to take that, and people actually making the most of the fact that they're fucking pretty much freaking free now. Um, there'll, be, there'll be too many people who will sit there and just get into this new way of doing things where you just sit in your house you've got to go and try and make things happen um, I, I hope so people have learned lessons from this that this could happen again well I think it's going to happen again but it could happen again fucking you know a, a year two years time who knows what's going to happen I, if this encourages people to get out of the house go and see their friends and live their lives that's a positive I'm fucking what fucking, have what what have you learned then, guys, in the past year? Uh, what have I learned? Then, to be honest, because I, I the amount of times I talk about how antisocial I am, I am relatively antisocial. But I've learned that I do actually need to see some people. But do we? <laughs> but do we need to see you? Is the question? <laughs> Probably not. Well, I, I certainly don't, don't need to see you. you. Well, I certainly don't need to see you in the fucking bath. <laughs> right. uh, just, just a point. My missus listens to these podcasts, right? Yeah. And she left the house at eight o'clock this morning. What is it now? Gone. It's about a quarter to ten. Five to ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure the house is clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just want to, yeah that's it. I just want to point out these wrinkles. <laughs> I'm not from age. <laughs> yeah. No, that's pretty much what I've learned. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just hope people have. I hope people have learned something from it. Uh, yeah. I think also maybe to really understand that, you know, don't be so sucked in by the media. You know, the media absolutely drew on this pandemic, yeah. you know, and, and made this into like 21 days later. And mm-hmm. I mean, certainly at the start of all this kicked off, that's how it felt like. 
it felt like 21 days later, it felt like everything was a ghost town, you know, and that that was almost encouraged by the media to, to send out that panic. And I'm speaking to guys and girls who are turning up to these boot camps and they're saying exactly that, you know, they they were concerned some of their friends had, had died from COVID, but that compounded by the week, the way the media portrayed it has really been quite damaging. And I think maybe having a bit more of a pragmatic view about these sort of things going forward is probably something that people need to learn out of it. Um, I think also we saw like a high amount of fickleness and kind of, maybe it's not the right word, but at the early days, it was like all these like perfect parents doing awesome things with their kids and all these people doing awesome like lockdown shit that lasted for like two months <laughs> didn't yeah. it you tell oh, yeah. me anyone who you know people are human yeah yeah exactly yeah oh i'm such a, a an awesome person check out yeah. my instagram bio yeah. yeah, and now they yeah. just like you can see them with a with you know in their garden now drinking gin from the bottle. <laughs> um, you, you know, oh um, yeah. I'll tell you what. Hopefully, we're um, just quick one, just a little bit of a, a plug, unplugged. Um, we're uh, we're going to start. Hopefully, we're just in talks with a band at the moment. We're going to get a band to play at our boot camps. Okay, a live band. Yeah, not everything for that. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool. A live band playing the music while people are training. Uh, so we just had a chat to a band called Artigo Sun, um, who's a local Hereford band, really great band. They played at our Oktoberfest and a few of our open mic nights. And uh, we're going to have a conversation with them about Can you doing... stop flexing? That's distracting me. No, sorry, mate. Train yeah. every day. Um, you get lost in that armpit. It's like a... <laughs> you, need, you, need, you, need, you need to go in there with a parang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the music joint training is like that's a that's a normal thing, but live that's that's something different. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, that, we, yeah. we we want them and, and other people to sort of get in touch with us and see if they want to come down and play. You know, we'll broadcast <laughs> this and then introduce new music uh, to to people and and also obviously on our social media platforms and people can promote their own music. Play live to uh, to people training, and I mean, look, look, at the end of the day, look, all of us, when we train or we go for a run or on the bike, um, whatever, we listen to music, you know, and we enjoy music. Music's part of our sort of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if I'm. I know I've mentioned to you in person before. Um, I spoke to Dutch, who's the owner, one of the his misses, the owners of the bike shed. He used to work for MTV. And he made a comment that um, video killed uh, the radio star. Um, and um, it was about the whole MTV movement and everything else of that. Well, M- MTV actually uh, realized that they weren't making the money off the back of music videos. They could make more money of producing their own uh, productions. So actually we saw less decent content coming out of MTV. But if you think about it, we used to listen to, we used to watch MTV in the gyms and stuff like that, uh, music, decent music channels, and, and you'd be training to it. So there's something in there where I think certainly at grassroots, we can bring decent music back into, into training and into our sort of culture and, and stuff like that and, and open opportunities for bands and artists to play. Yeah, why not? It's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think good so. atmosphere, that. Really good atmosphere. 
Yeah. You know, I think I think it'd be good. You know, even if it's an acoustic set, you know, because I mean, you could still get yeah. quite a lot, you know, a decent beat and everything else in the acoustic set. So, yeah, interesting. Cool. Probably won't get the old um, panpipers from Peru. <laughs> or... <laughs> you know I mean? But um, well, the Norman's band down there, mate. Norman's band. <laughs> Yeah, life on the ocean wave. <laughs> <laughs> all in their blues in the middle of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I right, boot neck wise, I saw a thing yesterday on their Instagram. I don't know if anybody else saw it. Where they because obviously there's a load of them training for uh, Prince Philip's funeral, isn't there? Did you see yeah. it? Your, your face says you've seen yeah. it. What yeah. is that state of dress going on? What the fuck was that? So I think that's a little bit right. Like, we could actually take advantage of our new Gucci kit. Yeah, so James, so, if, you if you haven't seen yeah. it, have a look. So basically, they're, they're there in their fucking... Need. Is that a cryjacket? I'm assuming it is. I'm not up. It's, it's, so it's like the new... I don't know. I don't, don't quote me on Can you video button, share, Gats? Can you video share what that image yeah, is? Yeah, I'll, I'll put a picture on. Yeah, so you can, you can bang in a fight on aircon, yeah. It's like, it's like the new sort of cry stuff that they've been going through, like the new commando force and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. all the... All, Everything that they're trying to push. So that's like that's the new their new kit. Not yeah. everyone's got it. Uh, again, but it was just, I'm, I'm but they, they were doing fucking drill in all the it was <laughs> in all this fucking gear with like yeah. patches just randomly stuck on. Fucking they had a yeah. white like drill belt thing on. I mean, you've seen the picture here. Yeah. Just what the so fuck? Essentially, is that? essentially in scrapping rig. Yeah, uh, and then like. I don't know, like a stable belt. And Boonex like, made, like, as Boonex made Ali Kit non-Ali again. Is that what they I mean, like, they have yeah, a habit of doing this. Media, in front of, in, to be fair, in front of the whole world. Like, yeah. So they've got all this effort, but all these Gucci videos, like the content, like we always go on about the content yeah. stuff, don't we? We've got the uh, army and Navy and Boonex and Raph and stuff. Made all this like bang on content. And then, just started cutting around doing drill in it. But, that, but that's pushes now though, isn't it? So it's fine. They made it pushes, yeah. 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 So it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> pushes, <laughs> pushes, pushes is Ali and Webster's. They do stuff like this. Again, I'm not going to do it because like, a lot of the um, drill blokes will fucking have an absolute meltdown if I start quoting the wrong shit. Um, but yeah, it's basically rather doing like the sort of training they'll do like sort of like split rig sort of stuff. But yeah, like I said, I'm out of the loop, so I can't really comment. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah same. And, and the fact they had masks on as well and the lids, it was just a lot was going on, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. There's a lot to take I'm in. Surprised, I'm surprised I haven't seen any memes on it yet, but no doubt they'll come out in the next few days. So the, so the brief is, lads, right, guys, uh, right, Royal, uh, we're going to get some, uh, a lot of, it's called Alley Kit. Um, okay, but so essentially, <laughs> it's issued, so it's pusses. Primary role is to make this look as Webster's as fuck. <laughs> Can you do it? Mission accomplished. <laughs> I'm not pushing back on that comment. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes a change for yeah. boot neck, mate, to be fair. I'd, I'd say, again, without quoting anyone, but I think it's probably the user opportunity to go, well, let's, let's put the new, get one in the new kit and stuff. But, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, day, day of the race, no doubt they'll be in blues and me. Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. sense. It just fucking maybe it's like, what the fuck is happening here? It's crazy. It's also, yeah. 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 But we do that, yeah. don't we? You know, you get, you get, that's, there's, there's always some idiot and it's usually someone who's trying to appease or trying to appease their 
headshed. The headshed really doesn't give a fuck. He just wants a good turnout or she wants a good turnout. And then this, this, you know, duty good bloke, RSM is like, I'll tell you what, if I make this as Webster's as fuck, I'll get some, brown, I'll get some brownie points off the Rupert. Because they haven't got a fucking clue anyway. Yeah. Blokes will love me. Blokes will love me. Yeah. And we, uh, and we, suppose we haven't spoken about Big Phil, have we? Uh, no, no. I, know the, I know the day you did yours, and the news came out in the afternoon after you recorded it, defending it. Yeah. Um, it's a shame, isn't it? It's an Ali Bastard. Yeah. I really liked him. Well, I think most work. sensible people yeah. liked him. Because he wasn't, I know he's of his position, but he wasn't really woke, was he? And I think that's what people were like, oh, you can't really say that, you do that. I, mean, I remember my dad a book a few years ago. It's basically like, his best quotes the book's about that fucking thick mate. and it's just loads of <laughs> carnage stuff he said that like sort of you know not, not quite cringy but you look at that and you go yeah. no you say that um, I think some yeah, of it's been taken out of context though don't you yeah no, I mean, no, I, I've said this I've said this about his sort of his his age and like our grandparents and stuff do you know what I mean when you go and see when you used to go and see grandparents in the hospital and stuff there's things they'd say to the nurses or do you know I mean certain people in the hospital and you're thinking fucking you can't say that but from their era that's okay and he's just part of that era no one's also quoting the build up of the conversation to any of these mm-hmm. nah. yeah so so a lot of these time a lot of the time people like you know Big Phil and a few others have met these individuals they're talking to so there's already a bit of banter they're having a bit of a laugh there's a context to what they're saying and yeah. then straight away, all they're doing is the media are pulling out something that could offend someone. Yeah. Uh, you know, hope I don't misquote this as well, but, the, you know, do you still throw spears at each other? I mean, whether that was yeah. true or not or whatever it's done, actually, you know, you've got a load of people dressed up in kit with spears. All the spears, you know, yeah. yeah. Why would you not ask that question as a joke? Of course, of course they don't throw spears at each other. He knows that. But yeah. you've just had a dance ritual done in front of you with a load of spears. But I think yeah. it's like the people are to yeah, look, people who actually knew the guys. So a lot of the time that was just a, a thing about breaking the ice. He was he's quite happy to just go, right, I'm gonna be the uh, shit deflector here. I'm just gonna say this, everyone will chill the fuck out, and then we can actually have a conversation. There's loads of stories like that. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of them have been coming out of Nanny's week. Um yeah. By the sounds of it, that's that's how everyone knew. He was basically everyone's flapping because I was seeing the quit. Yeah. And he'd just go in there with something like, like mega inappropriate or quite dry, quite dry humor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think his service to the Queen was amazing, you know. Totally. For someone yeah. like him, who was a very alpha male, you know, in his own right, you know, he's he's a bit of a leg end if you look at the stuff he's actually done, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And to take a, a back seat for a woman as well as your queen certainly in that era where oh, actually yeah. he could have you know fair play to him absolutely I think he's great and I think actually you know how he brought his kids up and, and what he's done and how he's portrayed is is amazing and you know uh, I've never heard anything bad about him I've never heard anyone actually being bad other than what the media are trying to spin hmm. to um, to wind up the libtards yeah I feel sorry for the Queen I think that's it's uh, also do I'm um, I'm wondering how she's going to handle it. Like, what the, the the character of the woman? You would think she'd probably just fucking crack on, but then you never know. You never know. You've got the the only person that's ever really treated her like a, a normal human being, just as just a, a wife, 
mm. is gone. So, you know, what's more the options to her? She cracks on, or maybe she steps down and becomes Queen Mum, Charles takes over, you know, which I don't think she will. I think she'll crack on, but... When you say crack on, I think you look at the statement she put up when that bloody idiot, um, <clears throat> Harry and Meg, by idiots, Harry and Meghan were gobbing off. Mm-hmm. And she said something like, um, something like, um, you know, memories or, or recollection is varied of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So uh, behind that, she's a woman, a mother, grandmother. But actually what she's doing is portraying exactly a very sensible, professional outlook. So I think obviously the professional outlook, it has to be because that is what's enduring. But behind that, obviously she needs to mourn. I mean, she's been with that man for, you know, for years and years. 75 years. 75 years. I mean, Katie had a, Katie was laughing, well, not laughing at me, but she was kind of like, oh, uh, do you think Prince Philip was really going to just hang around so he can get a telegram from the Queen? I was like, but it would have been kind of nice though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose it would have, yeah. I think he obviously knew. It seems, seems logical that last time he went into hospital, they fucking knew he was on his way out because he, they went to they just everyone's just gone and stayed in Winter Castle since then, haven't they? Once once he came out, they all just went in there and stayed there. Mm. So I think it's fairly obvious that they thought this guy's on his way out. Um yeah, and it's just it's just nice that they've had that time because it like I say, they are just a family. I think there's yeah, yeah. it annoys that I can't say I'm like I'm not royal, mega royal, but I'm not somebody who's down on them either. I was like it's, he is. He's mega royal. Yeah, he is mega royal. That's <laughs> <laughs> Jen as well. He's it's actually all... a mega royal as well. So there you go. You're there a you mega go. royal. Yeah. You are mega royal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a hard, it's, it's a hard life, just in a different way. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, of course it uh, is. I told someone the other day about it, like a golden cage is still a cage. Of course it is. Yeah, it's not a life. It's not a life chosen, is it? For, no, of course for, it's certainly not. for the siblings. Yeah, well, they, you could have been you know? born. You know, people talk about being disadvantaged and not being able to have the life they want because of the circumstances they were born into. Well, that swings both ways. That can be because you were, you come from a shitty background, and uh, it's potentially harder for you to get some opportunities. You have to work a bit harder to get certain places or whatever. But that could also be that, yeah, you were born into the royal family. And guess what? You don't get to be in a death metal band because you've got to, that you really want to do because you've got to go and fucking, you know, yes, travel the world and see things. But you, you, the left and right of arc for you is fucking minimal. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a very difficult life. It's nice to see off thing. this. It's nice to see off this, this situation and the pros of this. You know, respectfully, um, you know, obviously, as you said, uh, Prince Philip's coming to the end of his life, right? We knew that, you know, he knew, I think everyone. Uh, he's had a good innings, a very good innings, uh, amazing experiences. Um, but at the same time, the royal family has had a very shit recent times. And I think, again, what the British public and the world and the Commonwealth has shown is that actually look how much they massively respect them as a family and organization you know forget the royal forget the you know the the money side of it and everything else but actually what these people do um 
what they do for their country, what they do for people, how they make people feel, etc., and, and what they do. You know, actually, it's put fucking those idiots in the back in the back room again, and, and showed that the royal families are you know a, a solid organisation. Yeah, essentially, like what you said, the past past year, two years, that's been going on. They've been getting hammered, and people mm-hmm. potentially going, "Oh, what's the point in them?" Or so much negativity towards them. And it takes something bad to happen to them to go, oh, fucking hell, we are British. Let's get the Union Jacks up. Actually, the family. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what done. Uh, the Union Jacks. Yeah. yeah, but you've seen that with the government now about yeah. Union Jacks being on yeah. government buildings. Big fan of it. Yeah, yeah. Big, big fan. fan. Massive, massive fan of that. Uh, just going back a bit, uh, I know you were saying about the media before, Ben. I know you're a massive fan of the media. And then you mentioned about everyone pretty much knew, as well as the family and himself, that, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? The, these days will come to an end. Is the one thing that actually fucking properly licked me out is he was in the hospital. He was obviously went in for like overnight and I think it was, it was two weeks he was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, about two weeks he was in there. So everyone knew, it's pretty obvious what was going to happen. But that licked me out is he's leaving hospital and then people are taking photos of him. That last photo of him in the back of that car, yeah. like yeah. he's in like turbo quick, yeah. isn't he? It's like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? You'd have put money on what was going to happen. Yeah. And I just think, they're all doing this, all the media are doing this. Oh, 70, like, how many years have been married? Look at what he's done to the Queen. Look at what he's done mm-hmm. to the monarchy. So they're gobbled off giving it all that respect. But give them the respect by taking a photo of him practically on his fucking deathbed. Yeah. Of a yeah. bloke who's so so proud, he's a military man, his chest is always out, his medals are on show. Yeah. Yes. And take a photo of him, like, fucking in clip. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that pissed me off. And not many people have sort of addressed it or it hasn't really been a conversation. Um, yeah. I just think that's fucking mega, mega. What's your thoughts though or, or going on the media based on things like that? What's your thoughts? I mean, I I think there's an end of I think there's not an end, but I think there's the beginning of an end of a mainstream media. I think people are seeing through that crap and seeing just how evil people are to get the scoop. Yeah, I quite agree. I mean, uh, I think didn't he walk out? He walked out of the hospital. I did say. The only, I'm not too sure. The only photos I've seen is you know, it's, through, anyway. like, it's through the glasses and it's through like, the front of the, yeah, he's yeah. in the back of the seat yeah. and he's like, I mean, I mean, people making memes out of him. Would you like, people. you know, with those assholes, like a picture of their grandfather or their grandmother? This is, this is, what, this is what I'm on about. And, and who then, really came up doing, Yeah. Yeah. These are the same people that this week will be doing, writing the same story about the same bloke saying, Oh, he's amazing! Like he's got so much respect for him. Like, look what he's done for the Queen. It's like, oh, fucking, hell, I'm taking a photo of him. Like, on his last days. Quite yeah. agree, Luke. Like, mm. Yeah, Jack's book. I mean, it's the, the media. It's not even mainstream media anymore, is it? It's. I think people are starting to call it legacy media because I think that's what it is. If you, if you know what's going on, you can see that that's what it what it actually is. It's been dying for a long time, but I think we're. With, it's definitely the, the death throes. I mean, there's good and bad things to that. There's good and bad things to it. Because the other way it goes is that you pick where your news comes from and you, pay, you do like a paywall to get your news. But then you're in an echo chamber on you, unless you have a, a very, which I don't think, unless you have a very balanced news source, which literally just gives the news, which I don't think we currently have. No. Unless you have that, you are just going to pick news that you agree you, you like the sound of that's a that's yeah. a human thing and that's that's not a good thing so i don't 
I don't think this is the end of it. I think we're yeah. at a weird development stage and it, it could get pretty fucking sketchy. But there was no accountability. You know, the, the people like the BBC, you know, you're paying money. You know, you're being forced to pay money for a biased agenda mm-hmm. based on, on you know, them. Uh, you know, and so, <clears throat> you know, it's very difficult. It's okay. It's, it's easy to say that if you've got a, a smaller number of, newsletters outlets then i suppose you know uh, it's a bit more controlled about where that information's coming from and everything else but it's not because they're pushing out and pumping out their own agenda i would have actually liked to see i mean i'd actually have more respect for the bbc if it was actually a propaganda machine for the british government but it's not a propaganda machine for the british government actually some of the, what the british government's doing many of the times is actually some really good stuff and it's being knocked down by the BBC, and that's not good journalism. But like I said, with the BBC, I've said it's left-wing journalism. Well, this is it. This is this is the thing. That would be my opinion. Would be that it is um, balanced in that direction. I, from my point of view, I would say a lot of things. What they say are anti what the government's doing currently. I mean, it's, you have to have critic criticism. But I would I would agree that they're balanced towards the left currently. But my missus, who's quite left-wing, thinks they're balanced towards the right. So a lot of, and I've, I've seen that quite a lot when I speak to people from different you know, beliefs or whatever, a lot of it is to do with fucking algorithms and what you're being shown. You're being shown the thing that's going to wind you up. So, well done. That's, and that's what that Jeremy Vine does. Jeremy Vine brings on, uh, brings on two freaking idiots from two opposing positions Know for well that most people who are listening aren't idiots and are going to be absolutely enraged yeah. by what they hmm. what they what they read. And I sent you three clips uh, yesterday, yeah, of stuff where some idiots now decreeing that sheet music is racist because they're saying that it's racist because many black people can't read sheet music. Surely that statement is racist alone to assume that black people can't read fucking sheet music so sheet music is not racist Um, what's the one that I said there cheese is racist cheese is racist now (laughs) have you run out of enemies you've run out of enemies that much that now cheese is racist the the same people thought covid was racist because it it predominantly hits you know know, what would be classed as ethnics in the UK who the fuck comes up with this I think the important. I was thinking about this yesterday. After I was walking the dog yesterday, while you when you sent those things through, and I think one of the things that is a problem, and I think this is the way we we kind of need to talk about this stuff in future. Maybe is so picking a side doesn't help anybody. Doesn't help anybody. Creates tribalism, and that's not what we want. Tribalism is a, is a fuck. It's a natural thing that we have as humans, but it can be a really fucking bad thing, especially if you attribute ideas to specific tribes, uh, whether that's political or fucking whatever. Or you know, they're, they're, an example of that is the stereotype thing with it. Have you heard like the? Have you seen Luther? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Luther's so, racist. Yeah, so Luther, Luther wasn't realistic because he wasn't black enough because he has he only has white friends and he doesn't. And it, that's ridiculous because you're, you're basically just going, well, all black guys fucking eat rice and peas and they fucking, they're, you know, Jamaican. Or, you know, the stereotype, it's bullshit. So, yes, it is. 
they you can't you shouldn't attribute ideas to specific tribes ideas are either good and ideas and beliefs are either good workable ideas or they're bad workable ideas and you could treat the idea and if they happen to be propagated by a particular tribe then that particular tribe gets seen to be fucking stupid because they're connected with that idea but you shouldn't be like well i i this for example if i see myself as a left-wing guy i shouldn't be like well i can't think that that makes perfect sense to me it's right for the situation it's the answer to this problem that makes sense to me but i can't think that because my political persuasion my tribe says that's not a left-wing idea that's mm. bullshit it are we seeing though are we seeing people coming together in the center are we seeing that guys oh, well, are I we think... seeing are we seeing just how stupid both ends are and predominantly yeah. we're seeing how stupid the left is we are seeing how ridiculous left is we're not hearing so much from the right side but are we is this bringing people together well i think it, there's there's always been a center ground and that's the majority of people who are just like what the fuck is going on you know, I think you just have to you have to be yourself and look about. The problem is the majority of the people are the ones who are subservient. I mean, I was talking to someone yesterday, and I was like, "I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to find out what the left have got me doing now." Yeah, what's the left? But it's the what the left got me yeah, doing? But Ben, you're falling into that trap by doing that. You talk like this a lot. You talk the left, the right. You you talk like this a lot, and it you fall into that trap of being tribal. Like you you you're you might. Currently, your ideas might currently be seen as being conservative ideas or right, slightly right-wing ideas. Mm. But when you talk, well, the left this and the right that, it's you're basically playing the game that they want you to play. I, don't, I think right. it's I think it's a it's an. I actually see myself as a liberal. Well, exactly. I'm a, a liberal. Liberal, yeah, yeah. I would see myself the same. I'm I'm a very fucking chilled out guy. I'm pretty central. I'm a little bit left on some things. I'm a little bit right on other things. I don't like being told that I'm something else because I said something. Well, you said this and this person over here says you're racist now. Or this person over here says that you you are, are not down for LGBT or all that stuff. And it's fucking bullshit. You don't know me. Don't fucking tell me what I think. You're so homophobic you don't know the true exactly. letters. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just trying to live my life, man. I'm trying to live my life and I'm trying to make sure you get to live your life as well. Yeah, I quite agree. But I'm I quite not, agree. I, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the levels, we're all seeing it, the levels that people are going to do it. I do feel like they they eventually eat themselves. 100%. On both sides. Anywhere. You know what I mean? You fucking... If you start pointing fingers at other people... That point there about Luther. That point about Luther. Sorry yeah. uh, to send it. But that point about Luther was, was created by a diversity director for the BBC who's, who's a woman and who is black. Uh, well, I've never seen any diversity managers that aren't either female or black. I mean, is there any chance we could have a white male diversity manager? I mean, surely that's diverse as well, isn't it? I'm just saying. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is sometimes these people keep racism alive because it justifies their own existence and their own position, and they look for it anywhere they can possibly find it, as opposed to saying that actually some of this is not racism, some of it is just the cultures and everything else we live, and stop trying to find it in everything that we do every day because it doesn't bloody exist. 
Most of the time. Well, that's, yeah, most of the time. That's, that's the issue. And it's the issue with all of this stuff is but when you go to the extreme and when you tell people that they that everything is all pervading you get, you damage the, the the actual problem so yeah of course there's fucking racism of course there's fucking sexism of course there's all of this shit of course it is but it ain't all pervading it's not and it's not systemic I don't yeah. think it's systemic no it's not systemic at all it's not endemic it's not systemic you know this is not a thing but if you pretend that it is, the app, people just go, well, that's fucking bollocks. When actually there are some cases where they, it is a problem and they don't, they just get fucking forgotten about because there's people over here. Like, there's a thing, have you seen the thing with this um, in schools? In fact, I was talking about it yesterday with UK. There's a thing in schools about um, there's a problem with sexual assault and things like that in schools. Right. And the problem with it is it's the person, a, a person has decided she's going to take this problem on. Fine. No problem with that whatsoever. So the, the idea, the, the basic thing here is secondary schools through to universities, particularly colleges and universities, have a big problem with sexual assault and just general. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Now, this person has decided that she's going to brand all of that as rape culture. Okay. Now, undoubtedly, and there's been a website set up where people get, are going to go on and they can give their stories about what's happened to them, whether they're at uni, in their you know college period, in schools, or whatever. And it's predominantly girls who are going on there and talking about their experiences. Absolutely fine. You know, they, we know that these things happen. <laughs> Fucking hell, Ben. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, I'm only fucking with you. Go on, go on, I'm joking. You're making it. Yeah, maybe I did this. You're no, make... I actually, I, I believe this. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to make light. I'm trying to make light of it. I'm trying to make light of it. Okay, okay, go on. Talk talk about your your, your fingering. Your um your your your. Why uh, right? Put the finger at it. That's absolutely pointless. I'm going to cut this bit. Off. <laughs> Fucking pointless. What are you talking? What don't? <laughs> so, I get my. I, I, Jesus Christ. Yeah. If when we talk about this stuff, need to be real careful. It's not that we're not saying what we think. We just need to be real careful. Because for some people, it is real fucking sensitive. But I was trying to be... Of course it is. Of course it is. Sensitive. Quite, quite, quite agree. I quite agree. It's a terrible thing. So go back to the point. Is, is this site, uh, is it a good thing or is it creating more of a problem than it actually needs to? Needs to? My issue was... I'm just thinking about how the fuck I'm going to edit this. My issue was that there are stories on there from somebody sat too close to me on a bus. Uh, someone was looking at my boobs when they were talking. I was talking to them. Through to um, I was on a night out and I was kissing a guy and he started touching my boobs or whatever. Or he, you know, he started putting his hand on my pants and wasn't happy with it, but I was too worried about saying anything. All the way through to... I got fucking gang raped in a uni hall. There's that whole thing there. Now, 
she is she's decided that that's going to be called rape culture and there is a big difference between the very low level stuff saying that something being creepy on a bus through to the top bit you know what I mean and I don't think it's helpful and that's kind of what I'm trying to get at if you go if you name it after the extreme thing people go that's bullshit they don't take seriously the actual real issues and it's very the point is it's very easy for people to fucking go well they're blowing it all out of proportion it's fucking bullshit the you can't have any nuance with it when you name it after something so fucking extreme. Mm. That's what kind you, of what, what, you, what if you sort of compare that to, say, extremism or um, terrorism? So, right of arc mm-hmm. is going into the middle of Birmingham, whatever, and blowing stuff off. Left of arc, starting a Facebook page mm-hmm. with putting pictures up of military saying, like, if anyone can do anything to him, do it. So yeah. That's essentially the same thing, and that can be bracketed as. Right, that is extreme terrorism. It's weird, isn't it? So the, the thing I would say with that, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure how the same it is because, you know, the thing with, with this, this was talking about specifically within schools and colleges and a, a okay. people of a certain age and I think the issue is where it gets complicated is you've got, you know what it's like to be a teenager. You know what it's like to be full of hormones on both sides. And you know how messy that period is where people try to learn boundaries, people learning what's socially acceptable, um, people making mistakes. And I think there's a, there's a human aspect to that that is to be expected. It's not always nice. It's fucking messy. And people get hurt on both sides. But that is a natural process. And may, I'm not saying that we don't need to, people don't need to be a bit more aware about what's going on and aware of, you know, trying to behave better or just doing the fucking best not to mm. upset somebody in their, you know, and give somebody a bad experience. That's a, that's just being a good person. If, I, if I'm kissing a girl and everything uh, seems to be going great, we both appear to be having a great time, and I touch her boob, uh, and she doesn't want me to, but she can't, she's like, or the other way around, kiss the girl, she touches my dick, and I'm actually not cool with her touching my dick at that time, but I don't say anything, because I'm worried about that she's going to, you know, whatever, react badly to it. Um, I, you know Kavanaugh, the, 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 the uh, investigation of Kavanaugh in America? That was all based on an experience that he had. Um, and obviously the Democrats went to town. on Everyone went to town on him um, because he was one of the, I believe he's one of the Supreme uh, Court guys, wasn't he? And everyone went to town on him because the case was based on, he bagged off a girl in college and they were kissing. And then she said, I don't want to go any further. And apparently he had a look in his eye. So he didn't rape her, didn't do anything, didn't do this, didn't do anything above and beyond. But based on the look in his eye is why he went to multiple, multiple court, court hearings to disgrace him. Because the argument is saying that he had a look in his eye with intent. Maybe he did. I mean, but, but, maybe but do you did. know what? Yeah, maybe he did. But also at the same time, 
you know, the amount of times human beings, you could, you know, a young hormonal male, mm-hmm. you get a bag off, you're trying to get your, you know, trying to get as much as you possibly can because you're a hormonal male or female, right? And one of the other person says no, and it's about consent, then where does this get taught? How is this educated? You know, is, again, is it, you know, is it down to parents? Is it down to what we're being educated at school? You know, people blame pornography, people blame all kinds of things. But, you know, there's also cultural issues here as well at play where there are people who are in largely male-dominated cultures where women aren't necessarily overly respected. And we're bringing these people into universities, bringing them into schools, bringing them into the countries and everything else. So I suppose the argument is, is how is that educated? So people are actually respecting boundaries and consent. It should be, it should be in schools. That's the only place you can do it because you can't trust the parents to do it. It has to be in schools. Mm. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. that's where you override what happens at home. Now, you can make arguments about, you know, you should be able to teach your kids at home what you want. And some people don't like what their kids are taught in school, but that seems to be the only place that you can do that. This this is what is acceptable behaviour, and this is not what is acceptable behaviour. Um, yeah. But it, it, I think we're shit at this. Men are shit at this. We're shit at not recognising the fact that... We do have a different experience than girls do. We do. Like, mm. if I'm a girl, Ben, like, if you, the reality is this if you wanted to have sex with your missus and she doesn't want to, you could have sex because you're bigger than her. And we, we really don't recognize this. And I, I it's sad. Yeah, we don't recognize it. I'm not putting that down as an option, by the way. <laughs> no, no. No, we have to, we have to she's, she's hit me plenty of times. <laughs> but, yeah. but we have to recognise the fact that generally we are bigger and stronger than women and we have the option to, if they say no, we could say yeah. And that's that we don't we don't have that in our lives very often. We don't unless you a, a, a guy bigger than us decides that he wants to have sex with us, which does happen. You know, we, we rarely encounter that, whereas girls encounter that a lot. Mm. You know, it is a different experience. Like there's, there's turds everywhere on both sides who will take the piss and make shit up and exaggerate for whatever freaking reason. But we have very different experiences as, as men and women. Like I've talked to my missus about it. And she was saying there's been loads of times where she's been she has gone through with things that she didn't really want to go through to because she figured that would be over in five minutes and if we're not talking about with me i'm sure that's happened as well but, <laughs> but hey, it, mate, you're exaggerating there guys <laughs> but yeah you know and she's like right we'd be done in five minutes i'll just i'll just crack on with it or you know or whatever we've been in, in situations where she's just like well i'm not really into this but i it's probably easier for me to just go through with this than than not. There's also peer pressure. There's yeah. peer pressure from you know. There's also a a cult, another side of culture, popular culture. You know, you're looking at <clears throat> where certain things we've seen recently that are getting banned, like um, uh, Doctor Seuss is getting banned. But that um, uh, what do you call it? I forgot the name now. That one who sings about a pussy and a crack. Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff's on, 
yeah, that stuff's on, you know, mainstream media, it's on the, and it's celebrated. Yeah. Mm. You know, so culturally it's very difficult. Also, you know, with the um, more media girls are actually being exposed to this a bit more. So there's that pressure for them to feel like they are more sexually aware than they should be. And you've got young hormonal males running around all over the place. It comes down to, uh, you know, where education, chivalry and, and all the other good stuff. I mean, you you wouldn't dare. You know your place. You know you're, you you know you shouldn't do that. And you understand right and wrong. So it basically comes down to comes down to parenting. Always. Everything comes down to parenting. Or, or, and when I say parent, even if there's a lack of a parent, it's an authoritative figure or someone who who uh, can set precedence for those individuals as they grow up. Yeah, you hope so. Yeah. Education needs to be done at that level. Yeah. Right and wrong, you know. Indeed. Um, yeah. How the fuck, brought, how do we get onto that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you brought that one up, not me. Yeah. A bit of editing today, your side, mate. Mate, it's a fucking long day coming. Jesus what are you talking Christ. about? <laughs> copy and pasting a picture of a boot now because it's going to be hard, but fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, yeah. Um, well, at least, um, at least I didn't expose myself. <laughs> Again. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm genuinely. Right, been in the bar that long, I wouldn't want to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I, look like one, I look like one of those little, um, what do you call it? Uh, those uh, David statues. <laughs> <laughs> well, that bit, maybe. Maybe not the rest of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, I know they don't they have beards generally, but fucking. <laughs> you mean I'm not chiseled? <laughs> <laughs> you get there, mate. Boot camp every day. You get there. I'll be there next week, mate. Wait, you're going. Yeah. Stand by, stand by. Um, all right. Listen, I, uh, are, we, uh, are we good? Fucking right. We're all going. Good. Yeah, we're going before we talk about anything else that's going to get us fucking out of business. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Good to see you. Look forward to seeing you next week. See you later. Uh, no, two weeks. Two weeks. Two End weeks time, mate. Two weeks. two weeks time. See you later, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Good to see you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>